And so I was doing some research about how many college students, you know, found their spouses while they were in college. Oh, cool. What does it say? You know, and although some of the, you know, um, studies a little bit dated, and I'll look for something more mm-hmm. updated, but like in 2013, you know, they estimated about more over a little quarter, more than 28% of people wow. actually met their spouses or their significant other while they were in college, whether mm-hmm. it was the same college. Or a different college, and they actually have a list of the top three colleges. Welcome to the Great Zombie Podcast. I'm Doshe, and this is my beautiful wife, Rebecca. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. So glad that you're with us. And we're going to continue off the hints of what we talked about, the heels off we talked about yesterday, mm-hmm. which we kind of told people what our college life was like, especially mm-hmm. when it came to intimacy and sex. Mm-hmm. So we're going to continue this college and sex slash dating. And so, let's begin. Let's jump right into it. <laughs> so, what else you want to say about that? College is... Well, okay, so I, I feel like it's your first step into, like, being a grown-up, you know? Mm-hmm. You, 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 you're pursuing a career, hopefully, uh, uh, you know, what you learn in college, you can do for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But then you, there's so many different, um, uh, you know, uh, things that you learn. Uh, different cultures like whatever you had in high school it just gets expanded by like 10 times definitely so I feel like college life is uh, a unique place for young adults to learn who they are and learn about the world and And to do it in a way without the overbearingness of a parent or adult or anything you know I mean there's not like that oversight of a parental figure yeah, for those of you who are actually living on campus, so out of state, that is. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, so definitely a time where you are, you know, in this life, beginning adulthood, trying it out um, on your own because you don't have, even though you may have the voice of your parent and stuff in like that, but you don't have the physical, you know. So what was college? What was college for you? Just a brief uh, sentence or two. Like, what was that like for you? Were you like really focused? Um, for me, I would say it was, it was 50-50, right? <laughs> and, uh, of course, the story, um, you know, we were still, you know, with our community choir and all that stuff, you know, all these activities we were doing and, you know, connecting closer to some of my girlfriends and, um, you know, like we said, you know, exploring that life without necessarily the oversight of a parental figure, per se. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was a, a test and trial for me um, because I was literally putting into action some of the things that I was and was not taught. So part of it, you know, I was going based on what I was taught and others. I was just fumbling around and figuring out on my own. Um, yeah. And so one thing that remained kind of steady and all that was, of course, my faith. But mm-hmm. still. You know, I was f- trying to figure things out on my own. And so, you know, so we didn't have, I didn't have that proper balance. Yeah. You know, so the pendulum was just swinging. It was either Back and forth. all on one end or <laughs> all on the other end. And I found myself at a point in college where I got put on academic probation, guys. <laughs> 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 because I was focused on okay. friends and, yeah. you know, 
connecting with them in the choir yeah. and and then thinking like okay I can always catch up on my studies later you know and, what was interesting you is know? that you didn't have that teacher that would say oh you're tardy exactly uh, you go to, you go that to extra accountability yeah you go to class when there. you want all you really need to focus on is really passing the exams mm-hmm. and you're fine so there wasn't that day to day or even weekly monitoring on your progress you know yeah and then who, who really knows about my grades but me yeah like <laughs> Who do I have to account for to? So, yeah. yeah. Here's another thing, too. Like, I think for me in college, there's a thing called the breezeway. And remember that FAU? Ah, yes, That was yes. like that long that hallway long. where, you know, all the hot It was all happening. Would walk down that breezeway. You'd be checking each other out, you know. And then it was just, it was a lot of fun. And it was an opportunity to meet different people. So there's a, there's a lot that goes on. And I think, again, like you said, what kept us is our faith. And, um... That was really dear to us, and so therefore we kind of like stayed on the safer side of things, yeah, uh-huh. where we weren't heavy into like heavy parties and drugs and stuff like that. I see you got a couple of stats here. What's what, what, what you got going on? Uh, well, you know, for our conversation today, I was um, doing a little bit of research about you know on the heels of what we talk about college and sex, and mm-hmm. and so, um, but we also know dating is a big thing during mm-hmm. college years. You know, um, people who've been who were single. Like throughout high school, all of a sudden now yeah, they boyfriend. they have the whole world to she themselves, and so they get a man and all that. She cleaned up. She finally <laughs> got a man. And so I was doing some research about <laughs> how many college students you know found their spouses while they were in college. Oh, cool! What does it say? You know, and although some of the you know um, studies are a little bit dated, and I'll look for something more mm-hmm. updated. But like in 2013, you know, they estimated about more over a little quarter, more than 28 percent of people wow. actually met their spouses or their significant other while they were in college, whether mm-hmm. it was the same college or a different college. And they actually have a list of the top three colleges where. If you attend them, you're, the, more, likely to you're more likely to get your yeah, significant other. I do not have that list, oh. but I can, you know, <laughs> find it. And if you just Google it, I'm sure you will find it too. <laughs> That's um, cool. But yeah, and and so on that heels is so because we also know the other side where you know you're taught, especially in our culture, you know, you're taught no dating until you complete your education. Education is wait, important. Wait, wait. Education first. Well, you're talking about traditional strict yeah. parents. That because not every parent subscribed to that mentality, even true parents who would be our age of our our parents back mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. So true. We're talking about conservatives, people who have a conservative background. Uh, they, they, they their focus is get an education, get a degree. Have you get a degree and find someone good, with mm-hmm. good from good family background. You get married, you buy a house and have kids, and, and so the linear way of how to do yeah, things. things too. And yeah. so I have found, and you know, and I have people that I know who they went that route, yeah. right? And now they're in their approaching thirties or even close to like their forties, and they're still not dating or not married or anything like that because that window in a sense has decreased over time and so how do you prioritize prioritize love education exactly while you are in college how do you prioritize finding someone and not totally you know giving yourself over to that but how do you balance the two where you are focused on your education and you are pursuing Mm -hmm. a career but at the same time you're making time to connect with people and meet people and putting yourself out there where you can be found by whomever Mr. Right is going to be for you 
you know. I will say definitely, if you're a young woman and marriage is important to you, young men too, um, saying, hey, I'm going to go to school and I'm only going to stay lock head on education and that's it, but no social life. Um, especially if you were someone who kind of went through the high school period without social life and you were just focused. Because um, we don't do life alone. No. Unless you like, you have like a, a core friends that outside of school are really grounded and they know who you are. Mm-hmm. And through that mm-hmm. relationship, you still have that um, communications and that bonding. Then that's fine. Uh, but so often I find women who... Uh, maybe because of a past relationship they got bruised they got hurt so they mm-hmm. totally close themselves themselves Themself. off mm-hmm. to a new relationship and what happens is now okay well I'm going to go ahead and pursue my master's degree and I'm going to pursue a PhD and they get a lot of degrees and get a lot of uh, career promotions and yet they come to an empty home mm-hmm. and that's a sad place to be and so um, I don't know how, how do you what is your opinion about that you know Mm -hmm. do you think someone should go to college and really stay focused on school and nothing else or do you think that maybe 70% is focused on college you know 30% is focused on socialization and even for me now in business I realize it's not really what you know it's who you know like a lot of business happens who you know Mm -hmm. and (laughs) yeah as you do get into that career path Mm -hmm. a lot of it you realize that it's those connections you have during that time that has actually helped to connect you to something else or another opportunities more money Mm -hmm. a promotion and stuff like that so uh, yeah so if you are a person and you're thinking uh, maybe you are in high school uh, or your your freshman year in college, and you're thinking, oh, that's all I want to do. Maybe you're just about to finish, and you're thinking about going to grad school. I would say when you go to grad school, definitely keep your eyes open for opportunities because if you, you on average twenty eight percent are meeting their significant loved ones, mm-hmm. um, that's important because yeah. after you get the money, the career, the degrees, and a nice car, and a nice house. Yeah. Who do you share that with? Absolutely. And and especially, um, there is another study that I did. And I'll look for those and, and um, well, I'll let you guys know the information later. But when they talk about the difference between male and female, mm-hmm. how during the college years, men are typically more at a peak to really to kind of for look for that someone. special someone mm-hmm. and, and fall in love and because yeah. you know all the horm- well not hormones but you know they're they're lost in love so they're really not thinking that's how too she much. got me y'all you know what I'm saying she got me cause and you know so- if she got me after I was 35 <laughs> I don't know man I was like yo I'm good Good. So you know, get us so while the men are, are having, at their peak. Yes, and, and that's usually research. around that time. Yeah. yeah, and there's research that that's around the time where they are at their peak, where they they're just going to find someone and they are going to fall head over heels for them, and that is that, and they'll be locked in. So, but then is, once they start mm-hmm. getting older, and then they graduate college, and now that interest actually decreases because now their focus is about so let's pause because let's let's go ahead because you're giving them a lot of juice that I think needs to be carried over to our next uh, set of uh, conversations mm-hmm. yeah. and I believe you what you titled how long is too long mm-hmm. yeah how long so, is too long so um, off the heels of college and sex and if you didn't listen to the other podcast go back find out okay well since we came from a conservative background did we wait or were we like sexually active and in those years and stuff like that so we'll go find out mm-hmm. and then um, as we talked about more today how do you balance college love and relationships and next time how long is too long 
right? So we'll move a little bit away from the college. We'll keep that still in our in our view. Absolutely. But whether you're in college or not, how long is too long when it comes yeah. to dating a person? Exactly. And we'll give you our story too, because I yeah. think we uh, learn a couple of things or two. Yeah, we do. So, this is Doshe. And it's Rebecca. And like, subscribe, and comment don't down below. Comment down below and yeah. send us your questions. Questions. You know, ask and questions. your thoughts. Yeah, because we're like about 10 years in, you know, so um, we might know a thing or two to kind of help you uh, balance work, love, family, and life in general. Mm -hmm. All right? Talk to you next time. See ya. Bye.